Hi, my name is Jeff Pagano and welcome to the Harpen and Rugby Preview Show. Joining me to look ahead to this week's final round of the URC is someone earning cap number 36. Welcome back to Mr. Mark Jackson. Thanks for having me again, Jeff. No problem at all. Uh, just before we crack on with the preview, Mark, we had uh, more Leinster signings during the week, plus some news about players going stateside. Why don't you talk about that for a bit? Yeah, well, we'll start with the stateside travelers. Apparently, um, Chicago Hounds, who were in their first season of the MLR, um, seem to have gotten their, their hands on Dave Kearney and uh, Adam Byrne. Uh, Adam Byrne was released by Connacht, uh, was told was released by Connacht at the end of the season uh, in the past few days. And obviously, if, if Dave is coming to the end of his Leinster tenure, um, he, he has a stake along with his brother Rob in, in, that, in the um, Chicago Hounds. So they've had a pretty, pretty rough start to their first MLR season, but they seem to be getting the uh, recruitment drive going early and um, two quality additions there. And you never know. There could be a third Irish back three player. Craig Gilroy might be of interest to somebody in the MLR as well. Um, and uh, yeah, three really good uh, additions to the full length of squad. Uh, Bingo Bob Russell and uh, Alex Soraka thoroughly deserved. And uh, McKee has certainly taken his chances very well um, to come up with. McKee's story is great. The fact that he was talking to a few of his friends on the UCD campus about what Leinster were at and then got involved. And it's just... It just goes to show you don't have to go down the uh, the recognised demographic demographic private school route all the time to get a, to get your shot. You know, if you're good enough and you're willing to work hard enough, the um, the carrot will be dangled. And fair play to the the, the three lads for getting the uh, bump in, in obviously what is a massive pay rise and will send us well over our non-existent salary cap of of what some Welsh people seem to think is around twenty five million euros at this stage. It must be must be reaching those astronomical um, amounts sure we're manchester city don't you know that's ba- that's essentially what we are like you know we're, we're we're going around the world signing up all these players and keeping them keeping them to ourselves you know yes all those oil riches off of the, that's it uh, that's uh, it south coast and dd4 yeah yeah just off the just off hope there you know but uh, anyway yeah. okay well we wish them all the best and um so anyway listen now it's time to start harping on this week's feature match which as you can see there is uh vodacom bulls the Leinster, it's in round 18, which, like I said, is the final regular season round of the United Rugby Championship. And it kicks off at Lostis Versfeld at uh, 3.05 p.m. Irish time on Saturday, April the 22nd. The match is being broadcast on TG Cahar, Via Play, Premier Sports and URC.TV. Leinster named their starting lineup at lunchtime on Friday. So let's have a look at uh, the team starting with the back line. At uh, fullback is Chris Cosgrave. The wingers are Dave Carney and Tommy O'Brien. The centre is Ben Brownlee and Liam Turner. And the halfbacks... Nick McCarthy and Sam Prendergast. Yeah, I think it's it's a good vote of confidence for how the guys went last week. You know, the standouts for me, obviously, people will go with Sam Prendergast, which is a quick word on Chris, Chris Crosgrove. It's another chance for him to become the next Jimmy O'Brien, the next uh, Hugo Keane. And, you know, he's done nothing but impress uh, since since he's been in the side. And, you know, his kicking game was, uh, was very well uh, utilised last week with that 50-22, which probably was the turning point of that game for me last week against the Lions. And again, another chance to get some decent length uh, onto his kicks up at the up in the high veld uh, at Loftus Versfeld. So uh, I think Nick McCarthy might be a bit lucky to get another go at it, but he is a leader. He's an older head. And uh, I look forward to him picking his game up from last week and hopefully young Murphy coming on with the same sort of impetus that he did. Um, against the Lions. Absolutely. Okay, we'll move into the forwards now. The front row is uh, Ed Byrne, who's the captain, Ty McElroy and Tom Clarkson. Second row, Alex Soroka and Brian Deeney. And the back row, James Colhan, Will Connors and Max Deegan. Yeah, the standout player um, 
out of that lineup for me again is is a guy who was off criticised for being a bit inconsistent. But Max Deegan had an excellent game last week, and he's going to have to shoulder a lot of that Reese Ruddock responsibility this week. Being ahead, it's good to see Ed Byrne back in. Uh, I thought Milne had a Milne coming on on the bench may have even usurped Ed Byrne in the in the pecking order of loose heads at the moment. But there's um, the only the only can slight concern I would have of that selection is I know some people have used the word callow. I would just say a little bit lightweight potentially for what is up against them in the lighter blue jerseys across from, from the uh, from the opposition. But um Soraka I still think is a six, but he's doing a job in the second row. I'd like to see a bit more from Deeney. He was a little bit erratic at the start of the game last week. But it's a good chance for McElroy and indeed Clarkson as well to put marker down for for coach's thoughts going into preseason. Right, we'll move into the bench now. And um, the front row on the bench is Lee Barron, Michael Milne, and Temi Rassisi. Uh, the other forwards are Connor O'Tiernig and Liam Maloney. And the backs are Ben Murphy, Charlie Tector, and Rob Russell. Yeah, it's a very lightweight bench coming on there, especially up front. Tector might be a bit miffed. There's apparently, there's, there's a couple of rumours going around that he may be headed uh, further north than than. Than, than Dublin um, so we'll see what happens there in the next few weeks but it was a big vote of confidence to to Sam Prendergast to see out that game against the Lions so it'll be interesting to see this Hector get some time at 10 um, Rob Russell will be G'd up by his uh, his new contract being to see how he goes when he comes on um, we know uh, Tommy O'Brien still coming back from his injury it was a bit rusty last weekend did mix the good with the bad so I'd say Russell will, will potentially get a get a, a 30 minute run out there uh, Murphy I thought was excellent when he came on um, and I'm sure he'll get another run out The it's good to see O'Tierney coming back from his under 20 stint he had an excellent under 20 grand slam um, huge ceiling again big tall very good line out forward again Along with Maloney, not the heaviest players to be bringing on against a uh, a pretty gnarly grizzled pack who who were full of big powerful athletes. So, yeah, you you, you I I think the starting lineup will probably see more minutes than they might usually do. Injuries aside, um, with the coaching team of the John O'Brien looking after the guys down in in uh, South Africa this week, um, it could be. 60 65 minutes stint from most of the players, whereas usually you might get 10 minutes less for, as a front row. I think the front row would probably have to, um, especially Clarkson, because he's very again high ceiling but not experienced. And Barron had a bit of a shocker last week. And you know, if he gets a chance to get some retribution, brilliant. But I, I would say McElroy and um Clarkson will probably see 60 65 minutes before they're. Yeah, I mean, you made a good point there. It's um, it's not just a, a, a reduced uh, Leinster team in terms of experience, but uh, we've also lightened the coaching team as well because uh, the, the the Collins and Lancasters come home and uh, Shawnee O'Brien is is taking over the reins. But still, no, you know, it's they they still know what they're about, and uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they how they go about it. Right now, it's time to have a look at our opposition, which of course is the uh, Vodacom Bulls. And as ever, my graphics department's put the names there on the screen. If you're listening to the podcast, you can be. Find, you can find them in the program notes. How's their lineup looking, Mark? The spine of a team tells you what they're about, and the spine of that team from Hooker, second row to Captain Norty to uh, Eldrick Lowe at eight, 
uh, Johan Gusen at 10 is an excellent player and the fullback who scores tries for fun. That's a strong team. You know, the Bulls will be one of the most frustrating teams from a South African point of view, possibly along with the Sharks, insofar as they scored 70 odd points against Zebra last week and they could easily go out and put 20 on, on Zebra and, and get, get involved in, in an arm wrestle. You know, do they always play to their potential? Potentially not, but when they do, they're a very dangerous side, as we found out to our detriment at, at, at the RDS. Last year, you know, the, the Bulls can front up against most teams. They've got some excellent quick backs. Um, I know they're playing a bit of uh, fiddlesticks with some of their bench players, naming to one guy on the settings. Hendricks is, is on the bench for, for both the Curry Cup selection and for the URC selection. Um, I think overall they've had a pretty disappointing season, maybe compared to last year, but they're still a very, very dangerous team. And you know, sometimes matching up against um, as good as Leinster are and as good as our depth is, this is going to be a proper test of even more so than last week. Don't get me wrong, the boys were amazing last week. And as I said, it was one of my favourite games I've ever watched for Leinster. But this this has a different feel about it, looking at that line selection, especially from, as I said, the spine of the team from 15 right down to the uh, to the hooker, to Grobbler. And, you know, they're, uh, you know, you got... Just got that that guy who's I think he's got two World Cups in his back pocket in Bismarck Duplessis, or he's got one anyway, and he's uh, he's still going or whatever it is, fifty five years of age, whatever he is nowadays. That's as we said in the WhatsApp group, it'll be some some excitement and some experience for some of our younger front rowers to come up against a player of his caliber, even if he is spending probably ninety percent of his time on the farm these days. Okay, so um, now we're going to have a look at the match officials quickly. It's uh, Craig Evans holding the whistle, and you see his um, his assistance there. The weather um, for uh, uh, Pretoria on Saturday is uh, the the actual actual weather description is mostly sunny and delightful. It actually says so. That's uh, that's interesting language. There's 26 degrees, just one percent rain. Might be a little windy, but uh, the altitude is it's a little less than what it is in um, Johannesburg, but still 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 pretty high, and that they're used to playing at. So we'll see how that um, how that sh- um, shakes down, and um, we'll move on to our predictions and put our heads on the block there, going through all the provinces, uh, starting with the uh, Ulster against Edinburgh. Um, I fancy Ulster here by a couple of tries at least. Uh, I think they've got a bit of anger in them again. Uh, McCluskey not playing is an interesting one to see. The only thing I, I worry about Ulster is their goal forward, especially from a, a, a point of view of their back row and centres. You know, if you think of any team with Dwayne Vermeulen and you think goal forward should be a given, but he's sort of changed his game since he's lost a step. He's he's more of a tackler, jackler these days than, than that big, powerful ball carrier in the midfield. So it'll be interesting to see where they get their goal forward. If they get if they get goal forward, I think they'll 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 have too much for Edinburgh. I think they're on a nine win streak or something against Edinburgh at the moment. So Edinburgh really don't have a lot to play for. They threw the ball around last week and looked okay. And if they do that they can cause trouble for Ulster. But I, I reckon Ulster by about 14 to 17 points in that one. That moves us on to Munster who are playing the Sharks. This is the the Munster game, you know, Keith Thurls gets his 200 cap. Congratulations to him, an absolute stalwart of Munster and Irish rugby. You know, the man himself, he's, you know, he's, he's loved all over the country. He's not just loved down in Munster, you know, what he's done for the game, both both there and for his mental health work as well is is, is to be commended. And it's fantastic to see him getting back. Snyman's a huge loss. You know, he was so destructive, line-out, maul, 
he's he's just he's just a freak athlete with his his offloads through tackles where he's drawn in three or four men. That that was really impressive last week for me. How he got guys into space and 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 you know he's going from RJ Snyman to Finney Witcherly is is a massive drop off in in terms of output. I do Witcherly will go around. He'll hit his make his tackles and hit his rooks, but he's not going to be a game breaker in any way, shape, or form. And I think I know one player doesn't make a team, but I think that takes what could be potentially a, a bonus point or a bonus point win for Ulster because the Sharks can attack, but the Sharks also concede a hell of a lot of points. And you've got guys in Munster that are playing. The two wingers in Nash and Daly have really impressed me. Even when Munster were struggling, those two always seemed to stand out. They had a really good shift on the um, much maligned Ireland A tour earlier on in the season. I think it's just two players that came out of that tour with their form and reputations enhanced uh it, it was those two um yeah I, I fancy the sharks by maybe a try but it wouldn't surprise me to see Munster pull out another another win away there you know um I always think the sharks are dependent on their own attitude and what they turn up with if they turn up ready to play they're a very very hard team to stop but I'll go to sharks by five in this one for now, but I, I don't. I wouldn't surprise me to see Munster win it. Okay, we'll move on to uh, Conant now, who played Glasgow. Yeah, up to about an hour ago, I would have said this game could be 36-35. It could be forty. It could be a bit of a basketball score at some stage. Um, but the news that illness has taken Bundyaki and Mac Hansen out of the squad is is massive. You know, it's good to see John Porch coming back, but. I know Connacht fans love John Ports. I think he's a very good player, but I just don't think he's the influence on the game of a Mac Hansen just yet. Um, and Aki being out after impressing last week and getting man out of the match, you know, it's they're two massive losses for Connacht. I, I, I fancy Glasgow. I think Glasgow have got something about them at the moment. There's a bit of cussedness there. I think they're they're playing some very attractive, but also very aggressive rugby up front. You know, they they put Munster way hard in Thelma Park for about for about sixty minutes there, and it was one of the most impressive hours of rugby I've seen from any any province or regional side this season in the URC. Very dangerous team, Glasgow. I fancy Glasgow to to put Connacht away by about 15 points, to be honest with you. And, of course, that leaves us with our game, uh, Bulls against Leinster. Yeah, um, I might put my Kino hat on and go with the South African team here. I think the Bulls probably just have a little bit too much, especially up front. Again, I think they'll concede tries. I can see a scoreline of, of potentially mid-30s to late 20s, something like that, but I'll go with the Bulls by eight here in this one. Yeah, it's a tricky one for, for a Leinster fan to predict, but I think if you're being realistic, it's uh, you, you do have to say the home side of the favourites for this one. Okay, so that's that's our predictions then. And just to reference, just some other rugby going on this weekend. Best of luck, as always, to Nicola Friday and all the Irish women's squad out of their Six Nations date with England uh, down in Cork. And plus, of course, all the AIL clubs as well involved in playoffs on Saturday afternoon. It's just a shame they all clash with Leinster's match, but sure, that's where we are. Okay, well, listen, we're going to leave it there. Many thanks, Mark, for joining me for another preview show. Pleasure as always, Jeff. Yep. And uh, before we sign off, just a quick shout for Kigo, who normally is in with us for these previews. He's been known to dabble in a spot of stand-up in his day. And coming up on Tuesday, April 25th, from 8 p.m. at On Show on Camden Street in Dublin, he's part of a bill which includes Emily Ashmore and Fiona Frawley. Be sure to check it out, and you'll get a discount on your on the door. Just use the code HARPIN, H-A-R-P-I-N. 
So anyway, uh, be sure and join the conversation on Mastodon throughout the match and then maybe head on to our Facebook page at full time and leave your thoughts there. In the meantime, enjoy your weekend of rugby wherever you are and stay safe, everyone. Slan.